0: Welcome back to the Prep Extra podcast. I'm Colton Stone, alongside, as always, Chris Bassnett. First episode of 2023. Welcome to the new year. That's right. We're we are full well into the high school basketball season. Forget everything that happened before. <laughs> We're finally, you know, at fall sports are are a distant memory at this point. Barely we, even remember what happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and it's it's been good basketball so far. Really I mean, good. pretty much across the state, but. Uh, especially in the capital city and the metro, as, as, as we know. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I guess at this point, yeah, about two weeks ago, Lincoln High wins uh, the hack. They, they sweep boys and girls. And um, kind of in dramatic fashion, it seemed like, almost in every game. And, and that's kind of been the ongoing theme so far uh, amongst Lincoln High schools is you never know on any given night who's going to win by three points basically
1: no it's it's the it's and that's the cliche that you always hear is you never know but you really never know right You, you look at lincoln high who's nine and two and the losses are one came right after the hack tournament to lincoln north star yep you know and in a close game um i just went through and added them up we've had 14 city on city games this year so far this season so far And the largest margin of victory has been nine points. That's happened twice. Uh, You've had a game go to double overtime, uh, finish with a one-point win. Um, You mentioned Lincoln High wins the hack for the first time since 2014, beat Lincoln Southeast in the final uh, in a close game, a game Mm. that came down to the final possession, essentially. Um, Even the other night, Lincoln High Southwest, comes down to the last three minutes of the fourth quarter. You know, Southeast and Southwest play a classic the, the day before that, 78-76, where Southeast is up big, 16 points, I believe, in the third quarter. And Southwest comes back and wins by two, you know. And it's just like that every night. And it's, it's different styles of play, different ways of getting it done. But the the one kind of overriding theme is the— the city of Lincoln's good this year, and it's deep, and it's everybody, and it's that. It doesn't matter if it's northeast, north, you know, North Star, Pius, South. It doesn't matter. Anybody can literally beat anybody. We saw Pius beat uh, Lincoln East in the first round of the hack. Lincoln East was the top seed. Pius, mm-hmm. was, Pius was the eight. <laughs> you know, it's just been that kind of that kind of season so far. I, I thought um, Lincoln High coach Dan Noble kind of put it best after after the Southwest game on Saturday. He said. It's it's as good as he's seen it in twenty eight years of coaching in the city, you know, going back maybe to the late nineties, and you start thinking back to to some of those teams back then, the Lincoln Northeast, the Lincoln Southeast, how how great those teams were. And that gives you an idea of of what it looks like. And and then he kinda added the the kicker, which is something the thing you kinda always have to keep in the back of your mind is what does that mean when it comes to stacking up with Bellevue West or Creighton Prep, Gretna? Who knows? And, mm-hmm. and we won't know until districts and state gets here. But but what we do know is that there's nobody in the city that's a pushover. And it's going to be tough every night. We've seen these teams beat up on each other a little bit already. I, I wrote in the rankings for today, you could pretty much have all the Lincoln schools be interchangeable uh, in the rankings with Lincoln High probably with a slight edge mm-hmm. right now. And that's just where it is. And you're talking about Lincoln High that's won nine games the previous three years. They've got nine wins this year. Yep. They're nine and two, you know, so they've jumped up into that group too, senior heavy group. So yeah, just overall, we, we had an idea that the city might be pretty solid this year, pretty good. It's maybe even been better than we thought it was going to be. And, and that's going to make for some fascinating matchups, a fascinating kind of month when you get into February and you're talking about wild card points for district seating and Mm -hmm. and where you're playing and who you're playing and things like that. So yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun basketball these next couple months.
0: Yeah. And it kind of comes back to maybe what we mentioned a few weeks ago, which is, are we in a scenario where these city schools may kind of eat themselves alive? And is that a good thing or is that a bad thing that, you know, obviously they're testing each other less than 10 points. You know, you're showing that, you know, how to win close games. But sometimes the reverse of that is where you haven't had the chance where you really truly dominate a game or you kind of let off the gas towards the end. You know, we've seen teams get up 12, 14, 16 points, even almost into the fourth quarter, and Mm -hmm. then kind of see that thing evaporate. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and and that's the fascinating thing. You know, you might have a team that's really good out of the city, but maybe the record isn't great because they – we beat up on each other in the sea, and they're all of a sudden they're a three seed in a district, or a four seed, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. they deserve to be a two seed, or in a different time period, a different era. Maybe they're a one seed somewhere, mm-hmm. you know. You just you don't know, and so that that does present some issues. It, it, do teams get worn down at the end of the year from playing all these close games? Are you are you physically fatigued? Are you mentally fatigued? Or, or like you said, you turn it into something that's to your advantage when you get into close games, into do or die games in February and March. Is that something you look back on and go, hey, we did this 10 times, 15 yeah. times during the regular season. We're, we're no strangers to this. So, yeah, it's, it's another part of that that equation. And so, again, it comes down to how many wins can you stack up to give yourself a chance to to get a good district seed, to maybe host a district, things like that. And it's just going to be tough, I think, for these these city schools to – I don't think you're going to see a city school go win 23, 24 games. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just – it's going to be – if if somebody does – that I means they're competing for a state title. I, I think that's pretty clear. But it's just going to be tough because every single night, unless a team just gets really hot, it's going to be teams just
0: beating up on each other and picking each other off, going back and forth. I think we've talked about it a little bit too, but what, what makes this lincoln High team so different? Because, like you mentioned, the past three years, not great. Just, yeah. it, you know, n- There's not really a, a nicer way to put it. It yeah. just was not great basketball. And they come into this season knowing that they had a lot of returning production, or at least returning starters. And you know, sometimes that's there's there's twofold to that when you haven't been great leading up to it. Yeah, you're returning a lot of guys so you know who's on the team. Mm-hmm. The flip side is is are they mentally worn down from you know, the previous seasons? Yeah. So I guess what what is, you know, flipped with this Lincoln High team and what has got them in this position where, you know, they're they're you could say they're running the city. I mean they won hack, but yeah. Obviously, they've still had their trials and tribulations with the other city schools, too.
1: Yeah, I think it's a deal. I think their top nine, top ten guys are all seniors, you know, and that's a big part of it. You've got guys that they've played these last three years and they've been through the struggles. And, and Lincoln High is a program that kind of prides itself on on the toughness, the the we're going to work harder than you the the physicality of it and, and even in the high school at the high school level you see that there's just a different level of physicality from when you're a sophomore to when you when you're a senior and, and i thought that really kind of showed itself um in that southwest game i think southwest has a lot of talent but a lot of its young talent they, they have a couple sophomores chuck love um and, and frager are both sophomores really really talented players mm-hmm. the, the the talent is not in question but they're sophomores. You know, they're, they're 15, 16 years old. They're not seniors. They haven't been through those battles. And it's just different. You know, it's, it's, it's a different level of, of mental toughness. It's a different level of, of physicality, of physical toughness. And I think that's the biggest difference right now. You look at Lincoln Southeast, who, who has a ton of talent and brought a lot of guys back, but they just don't have that same level of those same level of seniors that mm-hmm. that Lincoln High has, they've got some, uh, and, and they've they've got good players that, that that have played a lot of basketball. But the the depth Lincoln High has, you know, whether it's that starting five, whether it's the 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 two or three or four guys they bring off the bench, you know, you're bringing in guys that have played a ton of basketball for you. You're not bringing a you know a freshman or a sophomore off the bench that hasn't played a whole lot, doesn't have varsity experience. You're bringing in guys that have that have seen the bad side of it mm-hmm. and been through the bad side of it, and you're bringing in guys that that got hot early and got a taste of what it looks like and what it feels like to, to win some games. And you throw that in with the classic, it's senior year, it's the last go-around, it's all those mm-hmm. sorts of things, and, and you've got a pretty good mix. And you can talk about what they do on the court, you know, good post-play, they have pretty good guard play with Vince Garrett, all those sorts of things. But a lot of it, I think, is just, they have a lot of seniors that have been through some tough stuff uh, the last three years, and, and now you're starting to see that kind of pay off as these guys are seniors.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, looking at the rest of the landscape of the city, it's hard. I know they've still only played, you know, 10 to 12 games, but is there maybe a, a surprise, good or bad, um, so far with, with the city teams? Um, I know you could obviously say Lincoln High is maybe the biggest surprise, but yeah. there was a little bit of a feeling of this would be the year they'd put it together. But outside of the Lynx, is there anything that surprised you so far through this first I guess month now. Yeah,
1: probably probably mostly good surprises. You know, Lincoln North Star's been pretty impressive. Um played Bellevue West really tough for a half, And, you know, it was a deal where that they could just kinda got into a track meet in the second mm. half and you're not gonna win a track meet with Bellevue West. You're just not. Um had an injury in that game that, that hurt them a little bit. Lincoln Northeast as as funny as it sounds, has played Bellevue West as tough as anybody. I think they lost by 23 points. <laughs> and I think only one team on Bellevue West' schedule has gotten inside of that, you know, mm-hmm. and it was still a 20-point game. So Lincoln Northeast ha- has played the top team in the state. I think, I think let's point this out, Bellevue West is the best team in the state. Yeah. And I think it's pretty clear. And I think there's a pretty wide gap between them and everybody else. They proved that in the Metro tournament, the way they ran through that, and the way they've ran through their schedule. So they're, they're kind of on a different level right now. So you kind of have to look at, okay, how are these other teams playing when they play Bellevue West? And we've seen North Star and Northeast play them pretty tough. Mm-hmm. And, and Northeast had the great start to the season last year. They win the hack last year. I think they started 10-0, uh, won 18 games. Can they get to 18 again? Maybe they do that. That means they had a pretty good year in the city. Yeah. And, and so they've avenged one of their losses. They went to double overtime with Southeast, lost that game, came back, beat the Knights the next week uh, after the hack tournament. So North star beat Lincoln high, as we already talked about, um, held them to nine points in the first half, right after the hack tournament, you can say, well, that's a let down for Lincoln high. And and maybe it is, but they still did it, you know? So, uh. Other than that, I, I don't think there's a lot of surprises. We thought a lot of these teams would be pretty solid. You know, I think there was maybe some questions about Pius just because of what they lost, first-year coach, all those sorts of things, and they were a little slow out of the gate. But but they've really come on. I think kind of started with that that win over Lincoln East in the hack tournament. And they've st- really started to play a lot better. So records-wise, you look at it, and I don't think there's a lot of surprises. I think the big surprise is that just that everybody is as good as they are and i think you know barring you know fingers crossed you don't want to see injuries or anything like that but barring something like that i think you're just going to see a lot of teams that are pretty evenly matched pretty even when it comes to personnel there's a lot of size in the city good forwards post players things like that and it's just going to be it's just going to be battles every every night out
0: yeah and like i said the those those battles with with city schools may prove to be the difference down the stretch late february early march you know, if one or two of these teams, you know, who really knows how many, but one or two of these teams can get into the state tournament, I mean, then, then anything can truly That's, happen yeah. from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, Bellevue West seems to be the runaway favorite, and until someone kind of jumps up and, and takes them down a notch, it's hard to see the, the, the Thunderbirds not kind of running away with Class A. It would be, I think it would be
1: fascinating to see Lincoln High make the state tournament playing at home in the home in their home city mm-hmm. you know just kind of that that underdog story that that underdog kind of gritty mentality i think that's a team that a lot of people could get behind not, not maybe not if you're a fan of lincoln east or yeah, lincoln southwest right. or things like that but you know in a state tournament setting if lincoln high can win a game you know get to the semifinals where you're playing a bellevue west maybe or a creighton prep think about the crowd that's going to draw mm-hmm. you know a pba so yeah it's you hope for the city that they can get a couple teams in because I think they can in a one and done situation, like you said. Anything, anything at all can happen, and, and that's what you, that's what you want is a chance uh, at the end of the year. So yeah, it's, we'll we'll see how it plays out, but there's going to be some opportunities for for these Lincoln teams to make some
0: noise at the end of the year. Yeah, and then looking at probably the the best school uh, as far as hoops goes outside of Class A, you've got Parkview Christian, they've got Midecus coming up. It's kind of been a a spot where you know they you know, not ease their way into it, but it seems like these past few years they've just been so much better that they get to Mudakis. This is kind of their launching point. They go from here and then it seems like they just go on a tear for the rest of the year. Uh, They're the two seed uh, in the A division for the boys. What what have you seen from Parkview or, or, you know, read from Parkview that, you know as they're trying to defend this this title uh, and make their way back uh, to the state tournament well
1: i, I think it's just that it's that they they won a state title last year and now they know what it takes you know and that's that's players coaches everybody they understand what you have to do how you have to practice how you have to play how you have to show up every night it's maybe a little different this year because they've got the target on their back the defending mm-hmm. state champion but you're talking about a team that's like you said, kind of built a third place finish you know a, a semi semi final appearances finals appearances, you win the title last year finally and get over that hump so they they've built to this point the personnel is is as good as you're going to find in d two you know just from a talent standpoint I don't know if there's a team in d two that can match there there might not be a team in in class D that can match them mm-hmm. for, just from a just from a depth of talent standpoint so then it becomes, okay, how do we keep these guys engaged when we're winning by 30, 40, 50 every night? Well, yeah. you schedule like they schedule. You get in the Mudeikis where they can see uh, Freeman uh, in the final. You're talking about the number one team in C2. They, they've only played, I believe, three D2 teams so far, won them pretty handily. Everything else has been C2 and up. So mm-hmm. you schedule up. You make it as tough as you can in the regular season. And by and large, they've taken care of business. They, they beat Lincoln Christian, who's not bad, yeah. You know, that's a C1 school. They beat that team by 16 points the other night, mm-hmm. a week or two ago. So, uh, for for Parkview Christian, like you said, I think this weekend at Medecus has a chance to be a launching pad for them again. Not that they need it. I think they're 9 and 2 something like yeah, that. Nine I don't have the, record, maybe, off the yeah. top, record off the top of my head, but they're a team that that figured it out how to get over that hump last year. They've got the confidence from that. They've got enough returning guys from that that know what it took. And now it's about Let's dominate this year as much as we can. Let's dominate whether we're playing a C one school or a D two school. Let's go out there and try and dominate. And that's the sign I think of a of a great team, you know. And you see that, you know, you see that with Bellevue West every year. You see that some of the smaller levels with schools like Freeman or, or teams like that that mm-hmm. we're going to dominate who we're playing, no matter who it is, no matter what night, no matter what time of year. And so, I think that's kind of the thing. That's kind of the thing Parkview Christian has to do right now is they're almost playing against themselves. A little bit and that's not to say a team can't get them or won't get them this weekend but mm. th- they're a team that that has the talent has the experience has the ability has the know-how now can you put it together and and, and just continue that from this point through the end of the
0: year yeah it's interesting Parkview is a, is a school that their longest stretch of consecutive D2 opponents is districts in yeah. a state tournament that's yeah. essentially what it is everything leading up to it is they'll play anybody from seems like anyone from c1 to d1 yeah uh and even then it's still like okay these guys you know obviously they're a d2 school it is what it is but they show that they could hang around with just about anybody now obviously there's a threshold yeah is parkview christian gonna go into bellevue west and (laughs) and shock anybody i don't know but you know they they have such a depth of talent that it's it's almost amazing when they play these other schools you're like okay at some point the, the dam's got to break here somewhere, yeah. and, it, and it just doesn't. They, yeah. And like you said, they've they've now been there, uh, they've won it, they've been on top, and now it's how can it, using the motivation, of how can we get back on top?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and that's just it. And I think this is this weekend provides kind of a good litmus test for that. It's almost a mini state tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Freeman's going to be there at the end of the year. You look at some of their teams. Paul is going to be really good. Fall City Sacred Heart, you know, is going to be there every year. That's a potential. A uh, semifinal matchup for Parkview, if they get past Southern in the first round, you're playing either Fall City Sacred Heart, who's won a million state titles, or you're playing Palmyra, who's always pretty solid, had, yeah. coming off a great year in football. Then Tri-County, Freeman, Johnson-Brock, Johnson County Central on the other side. That's four really good teams this year. So this will be a good test. It'll, gi- it'll give Parkview a chance to kind of see where they are you know, and say, okay, we know we're pretty good against our peers in D2 now how can we make sure we're pretty good against everybody else? And like we just talked about, that's that's what it's about for Parkview is testing yourself, finding a way to pass those tests and then using that knowledge when you get to the end of the year. Yeah,
0: also on the girls' side of Mudeikis, you've got Parkview Christian as well, um, who's been off to a a, a pretty hot start. They've had a couple games where it's gotten a little hairy at the end, but um, I think this is also, you know, for the Parkview girls as much as the boys, this is kind of their test. They had a good season last year. They've kind of built that Into this year, I believe they started seven and zero, and or maybe even nine and zero. So this is also a good, just as good of a test for them to say, you know, we're we're also for real. We're we're building something uh, and moving forward with it as well. Yeah,
1: you're talking about a team that that hasn't ever been to state, and Mm -hmm. like you said, they've kind of built for this year, and so. Good again, Parkview Christian is the four seed on the girls' side at Mudecus. What does that mean? Do they, can they win a game? Can they win two games? And, or can they win the whole thing? We'll find out. But, yeah, good, a good litmus test for them to kind of see where they're at. This has been a good litmus test for us, our first podcast yeah. of the year. Yep. We got through it without stumbling. We'll have plenty more uh, as the season goes on. It's going to be a lot of fun the next two months. So thanks for watching and, and stay up with our coverage at journalstar.com.